0: All right, guys. Welcome back to the ET Podcast, episode one seventy two. As usual, you know, and every I'm ready. And I mean, we are joined by, by a very special guest, uh, Todd Levine from. I just forgot. Just that quick.
1: Agope. I got it. I got Yeah. Pa- services?
0: pastoral services. Pastoral services. Yep. There you so go. Sorry for butchering that. I <laughs> like literally my. I, I don't know. Um so yeah we we have a special episode here um and you know you you're basically like a therapist pretty much right
2: Yep I'm a pastor counselor therapist uh I specialize in uh, Christian uh men's coaching and counseling as well as couples counseling
0: Okay yes okay. Yeah so how did you get started um in this profession Well
2: um, I mean, I can go back 20, 25 years ago when uh, the Lord just seemed to lead couples into my wife Jody's in my life. And we have mm-hmm. found ourselves mentoring, coaching, counseling uh, with couples. And I didn't actually get into full-time pastoral ministry until 2003. Okay. Um, so going on, uh, well, essentially 20 years ago, uh, I became a licensed ordained pastor uh, working for a local church in the North Metro. And that's kind of where God birthed this passion that I have to, uh, help people along with their life, wherever they find themselves, whether it's individual men or couples.
0: Okay. Okay. So was it, it kind of a strenuous process to, to be able to be licensed and everything, or was it pretty straightforward? Yeah, I mean that's a great
2: question, and I'm actually not a licensed clinical psychologist. I have no educational background other than the Word of God and okay. 25 years of experience in doing this, and 36 years of marriage. Got it. Um, this is absolutely um, a calling. Mm. Uh, you yeah. know, God has really gifted me with with this uh, passion to minister to individual men one-on-one, and then also couples okay all right yeah
1: yeah and i I mean i think even like with that i guess it could kind of like lead us to even um with what we want you to discuss and talk to us about uh regarding you know because obviously uh obviously it's two men like me and trey been doing this podcast for a long time and well three years not not as long as you have been performing and you know doing um you know providing these services but you know us, I feel even in our in our life, we come to kind of like a like a scale where you would say where like when talking about success, us as men like we don't know where we would land in like what does it mean to have success with God and success in the world, and like the difference between that, and I feel like it's very important with what you were saying that you know. When you're called by God, I feel like that, you know, breaks away from any type of like word, like from the word, uh, from the world on like how they, you know, because you can be called from God and you can have a title in the world, but like, where was that? What were that way in, you know, like, uh, yeah, like, like what would be like the difference between that in and the world?
2: Well, I think one of the biggest lessons I've learned over the years—I mean, I'm 58 years old. I've been a been in business management, business ownership my whole professional career, so you know, going on 40, 40 plus years. Um, and I think the biggest life lesson I've learned along that way is that I, I really needed to make sure that I was prioritizing my life properly. And that mm-hmm. I truly was placing God as as the top person in my life, um, that that He needed my first and best in every area of my life, and and from there, um, my priorities and responsibilities are my wife first, my kids uh, after her, and then my job. And so, putting my job uh, in its proper priority. Has really resulted for me professionally when I finally got that and understood that. That's when my my professional life uh, really seemed to flourish and and work at its best was when I got things in the right hierarchy, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. So, okay, all right,
1: yeah. And 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 how would you say like what would you define success um, in a man? I would say because would you think it would be different like just the word success, uh, or like what does it mean to be a successful man of God and a success or versus a successful man out in the world?
2: Well, I mean, I think I think the definition of of success is is um it it all ties back to you know what God expects of us as men, right? you know, that we're to do all things as under the Lord. Um, I know what my roles and responsibilities are in the workplace and in the world based on that idea. I know what my responsibilities are for being a husband. If I jump into Ephesians chapter five and see that husbands are to love their wives as Christ loved the church. And, you know, ultimately God's authority in my mind, and I don't, don't want to necessarily over-spiritualize this, but the reality is, is that I report to God first. Mm-hmm. And right. I'm going to, I'm going to give an account for every area of my life to him yep. and to him alone, uh, not a boss, not, not my wife, even, I mean, I'm, I'm going to give an account to God. And so right. I think what ultimately divine defines success for me is if I can life out a, a Christ like life as best as I possibly can on a day in and day out basis. Mm-hmm. And so you know that I'm maintaining a high moral standard, a a high standard of of my character, um, that people see Christ in me, that they see Christ's face in my face, that I'm His hands and feet in the workplace, and 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 doing those things. And when I when I get things in that right priority, um, God just works the supernatural behind the scenes, right? I mean he just causes all things to work together for the good of those who love Him, And, and things fall into place at work. And, and I thrive at work. I mean, I've, I've always, I've always thrived in any capacity that I've ever worked in. And I really truly believe that's because Christ has always been at the center of my life. Have I been perfect? Mm -hmm. Far from it. I've been made plenty of mistakes over the years, but because he's always been my number one, so to speak, Mm -hmm. Uh, i've always thrived and i've i've risen in the ranks you know and reached high levels of upper management i rose through the ranks and owned my own business um you know i pursued my true calling of of ministry and pastoral care uh so i think i think that's probably the best way to define it
1: Mm. yeah Yeah, because um you know like nowadays with social media and stuff you know you see a lot of uh a lot of like videos or a lot of pages of you know influencers and I feel like this is also like very important uh, because you know we try to make this podcast as as a means of like actually you know promoting and showing what does it truly mean to be an influencer and, and like what you were saying uh, you know it's not it's okay to be even over religious because you know, in this world, like, you know, when you see success in a in a guy, you know, like most of it just like showing off their cars, their money, their jobs, but you don't really put they don't have the priority onto God. And I feel like more more in it's like self driven rather than, than what you were saying, being led by God. And mm-hmm. you know, it's it's been something very impactful, at least for me, because you know, like you said, we're not perfect. And and sometimes I feel like as you know as as a as a young adult you know you grow into this world thinking that oh success is you know trying to be good at my job trying to buy myself a really nice Benz and have a really nice house and maybe have a really beautiful girl uh, wife or girlfriend or whatever and and that's like success you know at least at least for you know for like you know like you know from what I see or from like what friends tell me you know
2: well but, but I, mean, this... I, can, I mean I can certainly relate to that Eric from the standpoint that when I was younger when I was in my 30s uh, I was a very very driven very successful person um, got to a point in my professional career where I was making more money than I knew what to do with uh, when we first right. owned our business and I didn't really understand at the time what was driving me and and motivating me to do what I Mm -hmm. what I did. And I really believe that I had some sin issues in my life that I was totally unaware of. Uh, It would be the sin of pride and the sin of greed. And those things were kind of subliminally driving me professionally. Mm -hmm. And God kept trying to get my attention. And I wasn't listening because I had a goal. I was going to retire by the time I was 50. I was going to be a self-made millionaire going to be living in the big beautiful house and i was going to have all the toys and all the the bells and whistles in life and and god was nudging me all along the way my wife was telling me my wife was trying to be that person checking me saying are you sure about this todd are you sure about this todd and i was driven and then the wheels on the bus flew off and i lost everything i mean it was a riches to rags story you hear about the rags to riches story this was a (laughs) this was a riches to to rags where i mean i literally lost everything wow i mean i lost my 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 savings i lost my retirement i lost my investments i lost my home i lost everything i i experienced a job like life for a (laughs) a series of of a few years uh, because because god (laughs) god couldn't get my attention any other way and and I believe he had to take it all away for me to learn my lesson, and then to really grow from there.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, and I was just gonna say, like, 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 were you, were you happy, like, like yourself, like, if you could rate yourself in, during that time of, quote unquote, prosperity, did you ever feel like happy or, you know, in peace?
2: Right. No, I, I've, I've, I felt like there was always more, something else to prove. There, there was this there was this drive that was unquenchable mm. and and what what happened to me after in the aftermath um, was that for the first time in my life i learned contentment wow. I, I learned um to just rest in wherever ha- god had me at that moment in time and it didn't take away my drive to be a hard worker and, and to do well and excel in everything that I did, but my priorities had just shifted from that point forward. And, and I, I, ever since I've experienced a level of contentment that I I had never experienced in what? the first 15 to 18 years of my professional career.
0: Okay. Wow. I, I actually have a question for you regarding that. Um, So how do you make sure that you don't you know, kind of fall into that rat race and stuff. Cause there's a fine line between like, yes, you're supposed to be a hard worker and you know, there's there's goals and stuff that you want to hit in life and everything. But then you inevitably, if you keep pursuing it like unquenchable, you know, like like you said, you had an unquenchable uh drive. How do you like get that balance or, you know, identify that fine line so you don't end up you know in a job situation or whatever what how do you stay grounded because Mm -hmm. yes you're supposed to you know be content you know but at the same time you have goals or whatever like so how do you keep from basically it's like almost you I, I don't know you just it's it's another level of like working hard um it's it's it may be past that you know I don't know
2: yeah, no, I, I mean it's a it's a great question. I think I think what what it is at the bottom for the bottom line would be, you know, to to to, to just always check your desires. What yeah. are the desires mm-hmm. of your heart? Yeah, what is driving you? What is motivating you? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, is it just to to get rich and to make a lot of money and put right. a lot of money in the bank and buy a lot of big fun things, right. or or is it is it about making sure that you're fulfilling you know, your primary responsibilities. And if we're married, our wife is number two, if Mm -hmm. we're a man, right. You know? And, and so we've, we've got to make sure that the priorities um, are managed in a priority order. It's God, spouse, kids, then job.
0: Yep. Yep.
2: You know? And so if the desires of my heart are pushing any out of any of that out of balance, Mm-hmm. Then, then that should be a red flag to me that that something is is not quite right, and that I might be running down a a trail that I shouldn't be going down.
1: Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. yeah, and 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 actually, I I have like with with this um with you know your pro process in this you know feeling of 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 needing to accomplish all these goals because I I feel like even as a Christian you can fall for that right being fall falling into That kind of like, oh, that drive where, oh, I like think about it, just making money and and just, you know, reaching this, this and that. And I feel like sometimes you do push God to the side. Like, did you, were you a Christian while that was happening? Or is it something where like, you know, okay, I feel it like, you know, God kind of like changed me, gave me like a whole 360 spin. And now I'm following your way. Or was it during that time of your progress as a Christian?
2: Yeah. so. To give you just a snapshot of my testimony, um, my my wife led me to Christ when we first met. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in in what I would call my formative years of being a business professional, say my starting in my mid to late 20s, um, which, which was, you know, I got married when I was 21. So we had been married for a few years at that point. I would say that I was just a very, very young christian very young in my Mm -hmm. faith i didn't didn't have a firm grasp of of the scriptures uh my wife was the the powerhouse christian if you will she grew up in the christian home grew up knowing the word and quoting book chapter and verse and you know (laughs) she she uh she's an amazing woman and uh and and so in those formative years I I don't think I truly had a biblical worldview as it pertained to what that mm. what that work home balance should be yeah. um, and so I think that's what initially allowed me to get things out of balance where where I was just driven you know working 60 70 80 hours a week and my wife essentially early on was a was a single you know mom to a great degree raising our kids without me, because I was in the restaurant industry, I owned a chain of restaurants. And so the restaurant industry is not super conducive for a family, right? I'm working nights, weekends, holidays, you know, and it's not a eight to five kind of a job where I'm home every night, able to help, able to help with the kids. So, Mm -hmm. so I think it was because I wasn't firmly grounded in the word that I, I allowed things to get out of balance. And that's where I started to lose my grip on, things and things got away from me mm-hmm.
1: yeah mm. and i feel like it's always when it comes down to like the worst scenarios where you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel i feel like that's when you kind of like snap back and and uh and kind of like you know wake up from from the from that and and, and and you know and i really you know if you don't mind me sharing like you know i i love you know your progress in 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 how you you know your life with you know with what you've told me you know it's just something that i really admire because you know you got to a point where you could have really have it all but instead you know you choose to follow god and i feel like that's the thing where we lose track on where we lose uh our standard our highest standard which is god Mm -hmm. and i feel like you know you literally had to put all faith in him and, and and i and i feel by doing so it's like that's where all this goodness comes and, and he kind of like i i feel like he doesn't really let you down i feel like he gives you a taste of like you know you can do it on your own but i know that sooner or later you're gonna come back to me and 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 you're going to have to trust me yeah. and i feel like once you accomplish that like like he eventually redeems you and, and like you said like how you had like uh that same experience as Job, and and at the end of the day, Job he he you know he rewarded Job even three times what right. he actually had. Right. But mm-hmm. I feel like is that on the on the reliance on, on and giving, just putting all your faith and trust in him.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, um. So, I guess, I mean, I I understand that we're supposed to relentlessly pursue God. So I guess to a degree, it doesn't really even matter what we define as success, you know, because again, like I said, there's that that fine line with like, so I guess it's just a matter of examining your motives and stuff. And then you just, Mm -hmm. you, you cut out like the dead weeds and stuff, you know, stuff that doesn't like, you know have good fruit as a result of whatever you're doing so um i don't know i i guess i guess for me like my thing is music for example so um i find myself in this like weird space with music right now where like i i rap i i guess you can call it christian rap but i don't feel like it's christian rap you know and then you know there's this whole thing about what they call CHH Christian hip hop is it straying away from the original messaging. Is it, you know, and all of this. And I find myself in a weird space because I'm just a fan of, of music and stuff. And, um, you know, I'm a fan of of Christian rap as well, but, and my music, I don't feel like it's Christian rap and I don't feel like it's regular rap. And so, I bring all this up to say, like, is this something that I should even pursue to a degree? You may not have the answer, but I just figured I would throw this out there because it's it's just a a weird way. Because it's I'm not saying anything negative in the music or anything. It's all positivity. I try to make it that way. I talk about my experiences in life. I've dealt with depression. I've we actually just had an episode. Not that long ago where we were discussing how we've dealt with depression and, you know, how the statistics show that there's a higher percentage of suicide amongst men and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so that's the type of stuff I talk about in my music. But would that be something that given what I just said, that I maybe need to stop if it's not for fully for the, the benefit of the kingdom? You know. I
2: would say absolutely not. Um, and I would say that from the basis that that God calls us as men of God into a great variety of professions mm-hmm. um, that we are gifted mm-hmm. and wired by him to do. and And they don't have to be, quote unquote, Christian professions where you're on staff at a church or you're working with this ministry or that ministry yeah. or your, your music is hundred percent exclusive Christian. Yeah. Um, I, I think as long as a, as long as a person is true to themselves and true to their relationship with Christ and doesn't ever compromise that God will use that individual to influence, uh, people for the kingdom, uh, in, in any environment. And if it's completely secular music, and as long as it's not defaming, the name of Christ Never. and Never. and uh and it's something that's that's edifying and uplifting and encouraging to people praise god for that that there's somebody out there with a message um like that you know one of the things that that i talk and work with men on and couples is is the whole idea of how do we make wise godly biblical decisions mm-hmm. you know because life is nothing but decisions. Right. You know? Right. And, and so when it's coming down to pursuing a career path, like for me, for instance, I was, I was in full-time pastoral ministry. So working that quote unquote Christian, right. You know, for Jesus job, you know, and, yes. <laughs> and, and, uh, and, and it's all about God. And I did yeah. that from Oh three to 13. Then I went back into the, the marketplace, the secular marketplace, if you will, for the next eight years. And I was in construction for eight no. years. Construction management. I no. mean, you talk about foul mouths and right. ethical yeah. things and just all of this craziness going on as anti-God, anti-biblical as it gets in a lot of cases. But But my influence as a Christian man spilled over into my relationships with my clients and with my subcontractors and with my vendors. And I was able to share my faith and my testimony in a, a variety of ways with a lot of different people and they always saw something different in me uh-huh. and and that's where God had me for that eight-year season until he ended up calling me back into full-time quote-unquote pastoral ministry yeah. doing counseling uh, that I'm doing now and, and I feel like this is what he's called me to do and and, and I ended up going back into it because, I mean, here's what it comes down to at the end of the day of, of making godly, wise decisions. One is, is really evaluating your daily walk with Christ. What does it look like? Is it solid or is it just phony? Am I claiming the name of Christ and then living a totally different way and not in relationship and connecting with him consistently? Right. And then, you know, God speaks to us through his word. He speaks to us through prayer. He speaks to us through wise counsel. Uh, yeah. and, and I'm weighing all of that. And then I'm, I'm taking a step of faith at the end and making a decision, uh, to do or not do what I feel like I need to do. And so that's kind of how I ended up back into full-time pastoral ministry as I was doing my quote unquote due diligence, yeah, holding up my end of the bargain, as far as doing what God would have me to do to increase the likelihood of making a wise mm-hmm. decision. And, and I made the move about a year and a half. I go back into full-time pastoral ministry and it's gone just amazingly well
0: wow yeah yeah That's yeah really encouraging for sure
1: yeah and it comes down i feel to that that trust i mean i i just to me i feel it's just very like mind-blowing you know and i and i feel that i'm in that in in that season too where where it's just like kind of like i have to give up and and that's the reason why like I admire uh, Todd because of, of of that change where you could have it all, yeah. but you literally trusted in God and you know just kind of like you know r- riding with him and, and something that 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 it's kind of like hard to even believe sometimes yeah. where and and I'm sure you have that right you you have that that fear or, or like you know those doubts I'm sure you know and like not knowing and, and and how do you deal with that like with that fear that sometimes you know that is the right thing like you were saying like making those godly wise decisions mm-hmm. like how do you know and how can you combat like those um those fears where like man should I do it or should I not do it? Should I really trust you or should I just keep doing my own thing? Like how can you deal with that stuff? I
2: mean here's the beauty of being a follower of Christ is I used this illustration with a couple the other day, you know, because you know, as long as we're doing our our due diligence uh, with making a decision, and what I mean by due diligence again, is I'm praying, I'm in God's Word. I'm seeking godly counsel. I'm plugged in and connected into the body of christ. Mm-hmm. i'm 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 hanging with other believers. and and I'm kind of taking all of this feedback in and, and I'm listening and learning because I am not an overly charismatic person that says that I I hear God's voice as here, clear as you're hearing my voice right now, like, yeah. Some yeah. Of my, like some of my brothers of in Christ will say. Yeah. Uh, I can count maybe a half dozen times in my life where I feel like I've heard God's voice this clearly like you're hearing mine right now. Right. M- more times than not, it's that soft, quiet, still voice yep. in the back of your right. head and You know, for men, I think it's kind of that gut feel of this Mm -hmm. is what I really think I need to do. And because I've been doing all of those those peripheral things, because my relationship with Christ is strong, when I need to make a decision, I really feel confident. And I honestly don't have any fear because here's the beauty of being a follower of Christ is that is that we're like we're like those guys on the flying trapeze and we're, you know, flying in the air back and <laughs> forth, exchanging hands and doing flips and catching each other. God's that safety net lying 50 feet below. And, wow. you know, and if if at the end of the day, if I make the wrong decision and it all blows up in my face, I land softly in the net. God picks me up, dusts me off and and puts me back on the right path. And he works a little Romans 8 2, 8 in our lives, right? A little all things. He works see, all wow. things together for the good of those who love him. And, and so I, it it is an age thing, you know, because I certainly have matured (laughs) into this right? where I, you know, it, it, none of it matters anymore. It, I just, Mm -hmm. I, I I do what I know I need to do. I stay as close to Christ as I stay, uh, as I can be. When I need to make a decision, I, I make it and, and praying all along the way that it was the right one, but knowing that if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work. And this too shall pass.
0: One,
1: yeah, right wow, oh, and I mean, yeah, and that's like a whole level of trust, like even just like hearing you say that, it's kind of like, man, like being able to get to that place where you know at the end of the day, okay, well, you know it's like having no fear at all, like literally being pretty much like John Wick, like he just goes <laughs> at it and, <laughs> and no fear yeah. of what's gonna happen, you know.
2: And yeah, I was gonna wear the black shirt for that today with a black watch here, but uh oh, didn't, hey, didn't come that, tricked that, out of my John Wick attire. That but, was uh, perfect. But you know, I mean, I mean, Eric, I mean what it Trey, what it really comes down to is is knowing that I'm doing everything God would have me to do. And and at yeah. the end of the day, it's realizing that you know what, Lord, I did everything I know I I needed to do. So it's on you now. Yeah it's on you if if this is truly the way you want me to go you're going to work it out if it's not the way you're going to work it out too but it's just going to go in a different direction right um, uh, you know it's kind of like peter having to step out of the boat when when he sees jesus walking on the water right i mean he had to make a decision didn't know if it was the right decision he was yeah. hoping it was the right decision and he just had to step out by faith trusting that that he was going to be able to walk on the water and walk over to his lord yeah right
1: man yeah and and I feel like that even like breaks away from from because I, i'm i'm you know I'm still having to think about like the god side and then like the like the worldly side and i feel like that's one of the things that like when when stuff like that happens i feel that that's where like all this depression and all this suicide comes because they don't have that safety net that you were talking about where like you know I lose it all well you know I lose my life too you know what i mean But that's like a whole way of thinking. And and even with that, you know, with what we've been conversating, you know, individually, you know, that's where I I, I feel like in in, 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 in even that, like with what you're saying, it it talks to me because it also makes me think that no matter the decision that I make, even if people don't agree with it, or if I fall, fall if I fail, I know that if that's what God wants me to do, like, I shouldn't have to be afraid of anything else. Mm-hmm. and being able to be like a falling down into that safety net that hey you know at least i learned and, right. and it it makes me think about um and i don't want to misquote it but i I don't know if this could fit in there but like where paul talks about like you know i've been through through riches i've been through through poor, through through yeah. poor yeah. uh you know through all these circumstances but you know like 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 and, and, and i feel like that's where like all that confidence comes from and and, and with what you said, I mean, like, you know, with all your experiences, I feel like anything can happen to you right now. And it's like, okay, I can get back. I can get back again. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, it might be, you know, maybe because of age, but, you know, I feel like us as, as, as young men and having those great influences like you and that that advice, I feel that could really change your way of thinking. And I feel like even as, as, as young Christians, you know unfortunately they don't we don't have that support I'll, I'll, I'll most most of the people even like people that i know like we, they end up struggling because of that because of those bad influences or because they don't have that safety net that you're talking about and even if they do know that they do they don't they don't they don't trust on it you know and that's that's kind of like the thing that you know it breaks me and for me at least you know all these years of my life being a christian i feel like now i'm like getting into that like that click where like wow i i just need to just give it all and rely on them because i like i've been doing my i've been doing it on my own strength and and it has taken me nowhere it actually it made me even worse you know than where i started or or, you know so right so it's really encouraging you know all this stuff that you're you know honestly telling us because it's refreshing and even the people watching and, and hopefully you know this video Obviously, you know, we're gonna, you know, share this because most of the people that we know, we know that they're watching this. Right. And 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 it's gonna it's gonna help them, you know, being able to be those successful men that God wants. Uh and and especially now with all this craziness that is happening and whatnot, right. you know, it just this is a time where we need to literally stand up and, and get back up.
0: Yeah. You know, so and uh to, to piggy piggyback off of what you just said, um, you know it's it's that point that we're coming to where it's like some of us are finally getting it like it's all in or nothing it's god or nothing and you know it's so funny because i was listening to not to bring up rap again but <laughs> i was listening to uh kb's podcast and um he had lacrae on and um these are both two christian hip hop artists and um lacrae was talking about cuz his his i think it was his album before the last one that just came out uh it was called deconstruction and it was basically about him reevaluating his faith and stuff and like rebuilding his faith in god and i feel like that's like the perfect word to define where i'm at currently Mm. i'm kind of going through a deconstruction but the most important thing is reconstruction also because i also need to build my faith back up you can't just you know do away with everything and then you know there's nothing after that. You have to reconstruct at some point. And I feel like that's the point that I'm at. And so I was just my plan is to kind of dedicate uh April to the Lord. I was gonna go on a fast and I was going to just listen to um to uh different like audio books, you know, and stuff that it, you know have the word of God as the central theme that hold it together. Um, and I was going to listen to, um, you know, just uplifting music, you know, worship music mm-hmm. and stuff like that, just dedicate the entire month to the Lord. And I feel like um, that's definitely going to push me to another level if I give that whole month to him, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't know why I just I just felt that way because I, I'm I'm getting to that point. Like you just said, um, it's all or nothing. You know, especially with <laughs> the way things are going on. I mean, or, or things that are happening uh, currently, and so Well,
2: I think you're spot on there, Trey. I think I think that's exactly the the right track because I <clears throat> I uh, I honestly believe that that for people to get their lives on track and moving in the direction that they want to go, they need to to do some reflecting and some evaluating. Yeah. Of, What's what's gone on? Where am I at, at today? Uh, where do I feel I need to go moving forward? And and you know, bottom line is is that God created mankind to be in relationship with us. Yeah. And and I, I really believe I, I received a, a word from the Lord, I think well, I was maybe about six, seven months ago, that He has wanted me to share with people and share with clients alike, and that is that 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 God wants and expects of us our first and our best of our time.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. That that we have been running independent of Him for too long, yeah. and not dependent upon Him enough. And this idea of first and best just kept ringing through my mind. And you know, as Christians, when we hear first and best, we we immediately go to giving, right? We go financial. Yeah. You know, our tithes and yeah. offering. <laughs> Are we bringing our first fruits before yeah. the Lord? Uh, bringing them to the storehouse. And, and I really believe God shared with me that, that he looks at our time the same exact way. Mm -hmm. And, and what he wanted me to share was, was, was tell my people to bring their first and their best of the, of their time and see that I will not pour out such a blessing, just like the financial side in Malachi, right? Wow, I will not pour out such a blessing and that, that their lives get more efficient, their lives get more productive, they accomplish more, they're more successful, they're they're able to do so much more because they're truly plugged into their source. Wow. You know, Martin Luther, the leader of the Reformation back in what, the 16th century or 17th century, whenever it was, mm-hmm. um, he, he was quoted as saying uh, that I have so much ahead of me to do this day that I shall devote the first three hours in prayer. That's right. Now there's a man that got it. Yeah. There's a man that knew that before I started my day, I better plug into my source, get filled with my from my source, and then go out and conquer my day and do all things as under the Lord, like Colossians three twenty three says. Yeah. Um, and and that's what it's all about. And that's what you're that's what you're proposing, Trey, is to yeah. to to reconstruct mm-hmm. your relationship and walk with Christ yeah. and to get it aligned in the right way and to lean on him as your sole source. And then he's going to give you the inspiration. He's going to give you the guidance. He's going to fill you up to conquer many, many great things for his glory and honor and for your, and for your success here on earth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Wow. No, I see. That's that's just super encouraging, and, and I know it is. Um, you know, your time is very valuable, and and, and we want to just ask one. I guess you know, a, like I guess, final question here. So, what advice would you give, like, let's say for 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 young uh, adults? Um, you know, obviously, you know, trying to 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 work with life, and and you know, obviously, I mean, Trey, you've been what four years married?
0: Uh, six. Uh, It'll be six. Oh, well, six year. year. Yeah. yeah.
1: So. And just like, you know, uh, having a a relationship or being engaged or getting married uh, or already married, like what advice would you give us? Like even our audience watching, you know, what would you give us in, in order for us to be successful according to God's word?
2: Well, I mean, if it's according to God's word, if you're talking spiritually speaking, it would be to do what I what I just kind of indicated is to plug into mm-hmm. your source, yeah. right? You know, a, a great illustration I heard many, many years ago is if I've got some power tools in my garage, let's say I've got a a skill saw or yeah. a power drill, uh, not a cordless version, but a corded version where I've got to plug it into the wall, right? Yeah. I mean, right. that's that saw loses loses its identity if it's not plugged into the wall, right? right.
1: Well at that, at, that,
2: at that point in time, it's just a paperweight. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, it is not able to to fulfill its purpose, what it was designed to do. And so I mm-hmm. guess my word of encouragement to, to you guys or anybody watching would be is make sure you're plugged into your source mm-hmm. and make sure that he's getting your first and your best every day before your day even starts. Yeah. Um, and and when and when we when we bring God our first and our best of our time, and I'm not telling you to spend three hours in prayer like Martin Luther. But could could we pony up 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes uh, of our day and give that to God and spend some time in the word, spend some time in prayer, spend spend some time in worship and and just really get plugged in and connected to our source so that he can mm-hmm. fill us to overflowing so that we can then go into the workplace and conquer whatever our profession is and yeah. do it with excellence and be the hands and feet of Christ, and let people see Christ in us every minute yeah. of every day, and make a difference in this world. Whether yeah. you're, whether you're a cashier at McDonald's or whether you're a CEO of a big company, um, you can you can do it with excellence, and you can do it in a God honoring way if you're plugged in to your source and in a true relationship with your source. Wow.
1: Yeah. Okay. No, I mean, that's good. <laughs> no, but yeah, well, well, yeah. Honestly, thank you, Todd. And and honestly, I feel like it was great having you. Uh, you know, because you know our heart is that being able to bring in, you know, people that are actually making an impact in other people's lives, yes. a good influence. Uh, you know, a great motivator. And and you know, for, ever since I met you, you know, uh, I've learned so much. And 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 I've you know try. I mean, even though it's been difficult, but I've grown a, a lot. Um, you know, myself, and, and, and I would really, you know, encourage anybody to, to, to really plug in into the source and to, you know, have and follow the advice of, of of people such as yourself, um, you know, that, that, that have that knowledge, have that experience and has literally, I feel like you've been through all, through it all. And, and, you know, that's, you know, it's a great thing for us, you know, encouraging because, you know, we want to be able to have a great life, to, to be as successful not just in our marriage but also in 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 our in our um, in our relationships and in our you know just in our world life as well just our secular life you know with our jobs and such um but yeah so if if people would want to get a hold of you or or would want to you know follow like how can we get a hold of you Todd
2: sure sure yeah so Um, My website is a, is a great source to learn more about me. I've even got a lot of free resources that revolve Mm -hmm. around marriage enrichment, you know, so Trey being six years in on marriage, he understands the battle there and, and knows that, that marriage requires work, hard work every single day to do what we're supposed to do. Uh, But it's agape, A-G-A-P-E, pastoral services.com. You search that name on Facebook, YouTube, I've got a fantastic YouTube channel that's growing and I'm adding a lot of teaching uh, videos to that so people can have free resources there. Uh, My Facebook page, I've got a a couples, a married or uh, engaged uh, private Facebook page where people can be open and real and honest and ask tough questions and not have to worry about it being all over the internet where it's controlled within that Facebook group. But yeah. Nice. Search me on Facebook, search me on YouTube, search me on, on the internet. Uh, you can find me in all three of those platforms. Uh, I'll, awesome.
0: I'll link it all in the, in the description of the video uh, to make it more accessible. Awesome. Yep.
1: Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll attach you to this, um, you know, and we're really honored for you to be here again. Like I said, it's been a while since we had, you know, a guest and, and honestly, I feel like, you know, there's something that we should, be able to do more we've been able to bring great influences into this yeah. platform you know because you know it, it's needed it's needed and i can see that you know because you know you go on social media and all you see is a bunch of garbage you know mm-hmm. unfortunately and even when you want to stay away from it like it, like it's always there so mm-hmm. you know and, and 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 with your advice and such i feel that you know we're able to change lives and i'm sure you you know you made a lot of a difference in a lot of people's lives so we really want to thank you for that and for being here in, in our in our show well uh, thank today. You. really thank
2: appreciate you. it yeah thank you guys for what you do I mean getting a variety of messages out to people uh, who need to hear truth who need to receive encouragement and motivation um, I mean you guys need to be commended as well and I was humbled that that Eric inquired about me uh, being a part of this because I mean, it's all about, you know, giving back and trying mm-hmm. to help make a difference in people's lives. And that's that's what I'm passionate about. That's why I do what I do. Um, and so, um, you know, when I when I get done with this race, I want I want the Lord to look at me and say, well done. Well done.
1: Yeah.
0: Good and faithful servant. Yeah,
1: no, that's true. Same, same, Same here. Same here. Yeah, We would definitely love to hear those words soon. Sure,
0: absolutely. <laughs> yeah. so thank you for being such a, a a refreshing first guest to have, you know, for, you know, since we haven't had a guest in a while. Like, this is very encouraging. It's, I say it all the time. You can ask Eric. I say it's always good to have a reminder, you know, of who yeah. we serve and who our, our Heavenly Father is. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um. So thank you for your time and we we really appreciate it
1: yeah and hopefully it's not the, the last time um you know whenever uh, you're sure. free you know we'd love to have you again maybe talk about different subjects completely different from this but but yeah yep. definitely yep. If, if happy to help you guys
2: you, you guys know how to get a hold of me so yeah, you, yeah you've got a topic i'm willing to talk about it so
0: happy to okay help. all right guys. awesome
1: awesome thank you todd really appreciate it